1: Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar.
2: Hey, this is Robin Taylor, a.k.a. The Pinnacle you, know, you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. And here we go. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. I am your host, Tia Faby, and today I'm going to be speaking with a very special guest, um, someone who you have probably seen in a lot of stuff. Um, He's going to be in the upcoming Snowpiercer series. I have with me today Alex Ponovic, um, which is just so exciting to be able to even speak with him today. Uh, I mean, he's been in a lot of things, and it's kind of you know, just to give you a little background story, it's a little funny how this uh, interview came to be in the first place. It kind of happened all on Twitter, which Twitter bringing people together. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's just going to be a really great interview today. I know that we are waiting for him to come on, but as soon as he does, it's going to be great. Um, If you haven't seen stuff that he's been in, you just probably haven't, Watch TV a lot because we have, oh boy, we have the 100, we have iZombie, we have Supernatural, we have Van Helsing, Continuum, uh, just so many things that I can't even list. I mean, I got almost tired for a second scrolling through this guy's IMDb page because he has just been in that many things. He's just one of those actors that if you've watched a show on the CW or sci-fi channel, you're going to recognize his face. You're going to recognize who he is. And it's really cool because he's going to be in this upcoming uh, series, uh, Snowpiercer, which is based on a 2013 movie that has Chris Evans in it. And it's a little bit of a funky uh, plot line, but it's actually a, really good movie the whole premise of it is uh this world that got catapulted into an ice age and now everyone's on a never-ending train ride i mean again it's a little it's a little funky but it's the movie if you've never seen the movie of chris evans and it's actually a really good one um everyone knows chris evans as captain america obviously but his other stuff is good as well and just kind of like this weird ice age uh mad max ish type of movie, um so anyway they're they're coming out with a series based around that, and Alex Ponovic is gonna be in it. Stephen Ogg from The Walking Dead is also going to be in it. it's uh been in the works for a few years now it's finally happening in two thousand and nineteen. That's gonna be a great uh series to pretty much watch. And, again, if you, you know, haven't watched the movie, I definitely suggest uh, putting that pretty much on your list to watch. It will be a great uh, prequel almost to the series. Actually, let me correct myself. The series is going to be a prequel of the movie, where the movie takes place 17 years after this Ice Age starts. The, uh, The series is going to start seven years. Did I say that the movie is going to start 17 years? Yeah, movie starts 17, series starts seven years. So, again, maybe you want to catch up on that and kind of get an idea of what's to be expected in the series. And it's just going to be like a really wild ride. We're going to see all these people trapped in a never-ending train that we're going to have people who – are living lavishly and in luxury in the front carts and you're going to have people in the back carts who are living pretty much in slums. I guess you can almost, you can almost think of it as like the Titanic. If you saw that with Leonardo DiCaprio, where you have these people who are just having such a good time, everything is almost an embarrassment of riches. And then you have people who are living in squalor almost. So, that's kind of like the premise really there and that's just it's going to be really interesting to see how they put that on screen I mean we had the movie which was fantastic and now for some reason the director is kind of missing from my mind but he did such a fantastic job and how they're going to translate that into a TV series—it's just really going to be interesting. And you know, I really hope that Alex, once he gets on, will be able to tell us more about his character. I know that he is going to be playing a character who's going to be one of the members in the back. Who? So again one of these people who is living in poverty, living really just terribly while everyone else in the front carts are just partying it up. I mean, in the movie at some point there's a cart that is a nightclub. Then there's a sushi bar. And then there is like a uh, school for children who have been born on this train. But then in the meantime, you have the people in the back who are eating like really gross stuff that I don't even want to get into and their children are suffering and it's just a huge mess, but there's going to be a 10-year difference between the series and the TV, sh- I'm sorry, the series and the movie, so who knows what we're really going to see in between, um, so that's just going to be really interesting, but enough about me talking, we finally have Alex on the phone, welcome. Welcome
1: what's up team
2: (laughs) that's the type of excitement I like to hear on the phone yeah (laughs) (laughs) Alex thank you so much again for taking the time to speak with me I was just telling the audience it's kind of funny how this interview happened in the first place I mean Twitter bringing people together
1: how fantastic is that? I'm so stoked that we connected, and, and here we are. This is, this is great.
2: <laughs> it is, and I don't mean to sound like a fangirl, but I'm a fan of yours, and I've seen a lot of stuff that you're in, including a, a really tiny film. I don't know if you even remember doing it, but you did it with um, Tom O'Pennicat, and it's called The Hostage.
1: That's right, yes, The Hostage, and I definitely remember doing it because uh, it was one of those projects a friend of mine, Brent Cote, wrote, a great director-writer, and we were talking about what, what would be cool to do, and Tomo and I are best friends, and so we wanted to flip the script a little bit because I usually get cast as, as the guy that Tomo played and vice versa, so we really wanted to you know open up our, our avenue, and it, and it was really interesting because right after we did that you know, I don't know if it's the energy in the air or whatever, but he started getting more roles like that. And I started getting more roles the other way. So we almost like opened up the creative portal and people got to see, you know, that we could, we could branch out and do other things. So it's, it's one of those projects that are are really, really close to me. And and it was uh, an amazing doing it with your best friends.
2: Yeah. I've noticed a little on Twitter. You guys have a total bromance going on. (laughs)
1: that we do he's one of my best i mean I, right when i moved to uh to vancouver he was one of the first guys i met and um and we clicked right away and and uh he's still he's still my best buddy and he's an amazing dad amazing human amazing actor and i'm nothing but a fan of his
2: oh that's awesome to hear i love hearing that and you know and i wanted to open up with that film uh because it's one of those things where i remember talking to a friend of mine that it was so good, and it was only about 10, fifteen minutes long, and I said, "Man, these guys put a better performance out than a lot of people who do two hour movies." <laughs> huh.
1: that's awesome. that's great to hear we, were, we worked really hard, and you know when you have a good script and great storytelling and, and an excellent atmosphere um, while we were shooting because everyone respected each other so much and the, crew was great so you know juan rinegar and and chayla Horsdell were in it they gave fantastic performances so uh i'm proud of that and i'm th- thanks a lot it means a lot that you noticed it
2: of course and as you said um it's opened up a lot of doors and As I was telling uh, the audience before, you've been in so much uh, from the 100, iZombie, Van Helsing, Supernatural, The Continuum. And I was wondering if it's okay if I can ask you which was your favorite or close to a favorite.
1: Oh, come on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm putting you on the spot. honestly
1: it's, it's 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 what's so interesting about it is that they each have like a favorite mo- like each brings up a favorite moment um so you know it's it's hard to pinpoint they all they're all favorites in a certain way like you know i i got to get really close with simon barry who's become a really good friend now who created continuum and you know he was also part of van helsing and then you know the relationships the friendships and relationships i've gotten through I, Zombie, and also through the 100 through the beat have, have good friends to it. So, you know, they're all different and special in, in a different way. I, it's hard to pinpoint
2: one. And I completely respect that. And, you know, you are – so you've been cast now in the upcoming TNT series, Snowpiercer, and I was really hoping we could, you know, get you to dive deeper in and tell us more about your character <laughs> and all that stuff. Well, it's, it's interesting. I,
1: I, uh, like we just started shooting it. So it's, it, I love the idea of, of, like finding, finding characters, um, like the, 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 you know, the energy and the, and the, and the way the character would move and talk. And, and so for me, it's been really interesting with, uh, trying to find him. He's definitely fun. Um, and he's, uh, he's got a little bit of Some black humor in them, and so it's been really interesting finding those moments in there. So uh, I, you know, I can definitely tell you a lot more once we get into the into the season. Right now, it's just been a blast trying to find who he is, and you know, uh, jamming with the director and the actors, and you know, this thing hit. Oh, this felt really good, and or they go, "Mm, I don't think this is him. I go, Yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's do another take. So it's the collaboration, but it's definitely is very one of my favorite characters to explore for sure.
2: Oh, that's awesome, and I'm really glad to hear that you guys are starting filming. Have you seen the 2013 movie with Chris Evans?
1: Yeah, I have. It's such an interesting, it's an interesting film, and it's so um, interesting hearing people's take on it. Like, some people really love it, and some people really hate it. I think it's such an interesting film, um, and the idea of exploring it in a series is very attractive.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, even myself, when I first read the concept, I'm like, that's a little strange. And when I sat down to watch the movie, I I loved it. I fell in love with the movie. So I was so excited to hear that the series is actually, you know, starting and actually going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's exciting for sure.
2: Um, you know, and so that's what you're working on as well. And I, I, again, for this interview, I wanted to do my research, and I had no idea that you did work for one of the Planet of the Apes film, and that has to be super interesting to do that kind of work that you were.
1: It was one of the greatest experiences of my acting career, just because, you know, I've been a fan of the franchise. Even, like, one of my most memorable moments as a child was, you know, watching Planet of the Apes and being blown away, and then all of a sudden... The Statue of Liberty looks like, oh, my God, this is what happened. This is the timeline. So it, it, it's one of my first things that I remember in film. So to be a part of this franchise and then working with one of the best, Andy Serkis, who's not only an amazing, amazing actor and performance capture artist, but just a generous human, just a really good guy. And then one of our first, you know, experiences with the film is that we had to go to Ape Camp for a month.
2: And that was cool what is, what is ape camp what does that even entail
1: <laughs> that that's what i said i was super excited i'm like we're going to ape camp what do you mean we're going to, let's go to ape camp <laughs> and uh, so so ape camp was basically just getting not only the physicality of the primate but we started like the first week we started with emotionality and uh, Terry Nordy, who, who, who's a phenomenal actor and, and art, movement artist, he was the one that, that kind of taught us the emotionality and the drop right into your, you know, in the bottom of your gut and your diaphragm, and just let all your insecurities go. Cause there is no insecurity in a primate. So physicality wise, we have to show that, but first emotionality wise. So we've worked on emotion and dropping in and, Get rid of, get, getting rid of the things that we hold on to as an actor, or as a human, and it was—it was—it was a beautiful thing, um, not only for me in the film, but just as a human and an artist. It, I've taken some of those exercises with me, and it's helped me, help me with most of my work. And I, I got really lucky to be a part of that.
2: That's really awesome, actually. I mean, to go into something like that, which sounds like a kid's biggest dream and to walk away with almost this philosophical lesson
1: yeah that's uh i mean i can't i can't say it any better than that just walking away from that film and obviously how great that film was i just as a whole they just did a phenomenal job like they did with the others but that experience is going to stay with me for for the rest of my life for sure
2: oh that's awesome and so at this point now you've been a primate you've been a zombie you've been a vampire um so you've been all these really awesome supernatural creatures and throughout your career as you're now going through it getting more roles do you have a desire to be in say the the dc movie universe or the marvel universe
1: Sorry, I, there was a lot of cutting out there. I couldn't, I couldn't hear the question.
2: Oh, sorry about that. Can you hear me better now?
1: Oh no, I'm losing you.
2: Oh no, can you hear me now? <laughs> Alex? Oh no, I'm
1: losing you. No.
2: <laughs> can you hear me now,
1: Alice? Slowly coming back.
2: Is it there? Are we here oh, no. now?
1: There, there there, it is. I can hear you better.
2: Okay, cool. I had to step out of my car, apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great.
2: Awesome. So I don't know if you heard the question, but I was asking if there was any chance that you would like to be in, in the movie-verse, either DC or Marvel.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I would love I would love to be in that type of uh
2: those type of films playing those characters.
1: And uh, one of my one of my good friends uh Jason Momoa, I worked with him on um, Stargate Atlantis and watch his Star Rise and watch him be a superhero. And then we had dinner the other day and he's like he's like talking like a kid. He's like, "Dude, I'm a superhero." <laughs> I'm like, "I know." <laughs> so so it's 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 definitely it's definitely uh it would be a a blessing to be in one of those universes.
2: That would be awesome and he's great. I'm really excited for his Aquaman movie.
1: Yeah, we we all are and I'm it's going it's exciting. It's definitely exciting.
2: That's awesome. So, all right. So, you know, I mean, I hope anyone who's listening, they need to definitely put you in one of these movies ASAP. <laughs> ASAP, whoever's (laughs) listening, ASAP. Don't worry. Afterwards, I'm going to tweet it out.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it.
2: And um, Alex, you know, kind of like one of the last things I wanted to ask you was, could you tell me a little bit more about the Red Cross Impact Anti-Bullying Campaign that you're involved in?
1: yeah um a a really good friend of mine ron dierico he um he was the one that approached me with it and um i and i i jumped on board and impact is his company he's got an amazing security company in canada and um and he, he introduced me to the red cross anti bullying campaign and just being a part of it and i love the idea of you know speaking out in- wh- whatever way i can about not only um to champion the victims and, and, and finding a voice for them, but also um, champion the bullies in a way to, to disarm them and then to go like, because it's usually this barricade that they have, this, this, this ugliness that's inside them that they have to get off of, and they usually put it on other people. And to let them know that it's okay to talk about it, that it's not a weakness. It doesn't make you uncool to talk about your struggles growing up. And I think the earlier we can catch that, the the more we can get rid of the bullying aspect of it. So I just, I just love talking about either end of it and, um, and giving it a voice. And I think my stature being six foot five, a big guy playing tough guy roles um, uh, kind of disarms them even more because they see that I'm as vulnerable um, and, and that I'm okay. Once I'm vulnerable, the world doesn't crash. So I want to get rid of that stigma and just open up communication.
2: Yeah, that's super important because I think there's a huge uh, toxicity that there are group of people that think that they have to act a certain way. It's not okay to cry. It's not okay to show feelings. And that's how a lot of these kids lash out and take it out on others. And maybe if they were shown a different path, then they wouldn't feel the need to take it out on vulnerable kids.
1: Yeah, and and – you know it's it 's completely the opposite. The vulnerability and the and uh, and the opening up is what makes you strong that 's where character is built as opposed to trying to hide it it doesn 't make you a man trying to hide it it's, It makes you a man adapting to it and using it using your tools to to be a better person that 's where strength and and I think the epitome of being a man is so it 's great to share that that knowledge and, and even learn i i learn I keep on learning especially when I talk to kids and young adults about it and they teach me a few things. So um, opening that communication is the biggest thing that I want to get across.
2: And that's amazing. I'm glad that you're using your platform for something like that. Um, that's just really, really cool. Um, so Alex, you know, besides snow piercer, is there anything else that we should look at, you know, look for out for, for you? Sorry, I got tongue tied there. <laughs> Do you have any other projects you want to plug right now?
1: Ooh, I'm so excited to tell you about two of them, but I can't yet. So maybe we ah. talk in a month or so I can, I can tell you, but I can't talk about it yet. But, um, there's one, I was just at uh, Toronto film festival And uh, there's a film that I'm in called Freaks with Bruce Stern, Emile Hirsch. And um, I saw it for the first time at TIFF, and I am absolutely blown away. Um, Zach Kulpofsky and Adam Stein, they directed a phenomenal film. Uh, The the day after the premiere, they sold it uh, for a U.S. distribution deal. I am so excited about this film and what they have done with this. I cannot wait for people to see it. It's called Freaks. And uh, honestly, I've never been excited about a film, not only that I'm in, but period. Just a great film, regardless of how else, if I was in it or not. It's a phenomenal film. So I'm looking forward for people to see that.
2: That's awesome. I can't wait to see it either. I think I just saw something about Freaks at TIFF. Um, and that's just, it's really cool that you're so excited about it. So definitely going to check that out. And with the other projects, I mean, hey, I'm always here Next, if you want to plug that in a month or two let's let's do it.
1: I love it. I love it. It'll definitely happen.
2: <laughs> awesome, Alex. Thank you again so much for joining me today. I've had a phenomenal time. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day um and you know, thank you everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. I'm Tia. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys.